Shrimatrinamaha with the divine blessings of our mother divine Lalita Mahatripurasundari and father divine Lord Mahadeva we continue to discuss the holy Lalita Sahasranamam celebrating the Punya Kartika Masam today we will make an attempt to understand the next few namas Nirlobha Lobanashni Nissamsaya Samsayagni I am being reminded of a verse that Bhagavan Paripurnavataram Shri Krishna revealed to the Naravataram Arjuna in the Kurukshetra Yuddham but it is still relevant to us today and it will be relevant to all the times to come. It's dated forever. If I remember the shlokam of the Bhagavad Gita it's from the chapter 16 and Arjuna actually asks a question to Krishna in chapter 3 on why even though we don't want to commit sins, we end up committing sins. What is that power that essentially pushes us to commit these sins? And uh, Krishna explains in various shlokas but one of the Direct responses to this shlokam comes in chapter 16, where Krishna says, Trividam narkas yedam dwaram nashanam atmanaha kama krodas tata lobas tasma detatrayam tyajet. Tyajet is one which should be abandoned. There are three types of passages to the doorway and the gateway of hell. Trividam Narkasyedam Dvaram Nashanam Atmanaha And these three passages to the gateways of the Narakam they destroy the Atmanaha, the soul and the vehicle of the soul which is the body which will help us do Punya Karmas. What are these three? Kama Krodas Tata Lobas First is a desire when a desire is satiated, fulfilled, it gives pleasure, happiness. If it's not fulfilled, it gives anger, krodha. Tata, lobas. And once we start having the desire, the desire fulfilled results in pleasure, desire unfulfilled results in anger. It will also start sowing the seeds of Lobham and they will start germinating. See, as people start accumulating wealth more and more, the proportion, many of them, not all, many of them give away, reduces because the more they accumulate, the more insecure the Manushya or the person starts becoming. Until they had any wealth, they used to donate because they never had the fear of losing any. But the moment they started accumulating more, and that was the point, they started giving less, majority, not all. And this is the Kali Maya in the Kali Yugam. Now, a beautiful definition of having enough essentially explained by Adi Shankaracharya is 
when he or she has a channel to earn more revenue more income more fame but he or she chooses to turn it into an offering and a service and therefore consciously never makes an attempt to monetize it not to generate money out of it that is the definition of enough and this is personified in the vairagya tyagaraju shiva and shiva therefore in spite of having all the powers all the capabilities he chooses not to use them for the loka kalyanam whether it was swallowing the halahalam therefore becoming nilakantha or giving boons to rakshasas like basmasura and others not that he does not know what is going to come because he is ishanam sarvavidyanam ishwaram sarvabhutanam is there in every being but it is he consciously choosing not to use these powers because he has more than anybody else therefore he is the emperor of gods and the emperor of gods paradoxically also becomes the adi bikshu trying to beg with a bowl right in front of mother goddess annapurna kasi visalakshi this is the two extremes where this bipolar extremes are applicable to the divinity and not necessarily to the majority of humanity there are there is and there are certain classes of humans that exist who are beyond they are born as humans but they upgrade themselves to the rishi tatvam or rishis and are in the process of becoming divine themselves for example a vasistha maharshi a vyasa maharshi a agastya maharshi vishwamitra maharshi so on and so forth now nirlobha lobanashini essentially if you were to reflect at the life of yogi vemana vemaradi yogi vemana who was born into a rich landlord family essentially used to spend all his time at a prostitute's house in the evening and the leading lady's daughter vishwada used to cater to his carnal pleasures given the riches that yogi vemaradi used to bring the leading lady of the house would essentially ensure vishwada her daughter would cater only to vemaradi exclusively given the material riches he would bring over a period of time as this continued one day yogi vemana before he became a yogi vema or vemaradi was not able to get enough gold from his house and 
by the time it was in the early evening when he would frequent vishwadab's house he was not able to control his sensations of khama and that was leading to krodha at the same time his sister in law his elder brother's wife came out and said she giving her bangle from the right right hand she asked vemaradi to go pledge it get money and buy a medicine for her ailing daughter who was 8 years old and yogi vamana when he went out to the market to pledge the bangle get the money in order to buy the medicine he forgot about the basic requirement with which he stepped out and his khama dragged him to the door of the prostitute's house and that night he enjoyed his carnal pleasures and the next morning when he returned home late in the morning almost in the noon he realized why he stepped out of the house and he shamefully returned and he realized everyone was very sad at home and his sister in law was crying because the girl who was suffering with fever was struggling with her last breaths and as yogi vamana entered the house and the sister in law asked where is the medicine so we can save her he becomes completely speechless and becomes a statue and the sister in law takes him to the ailing daughter the daughter looks at him with a ray of hope that he would have got medicine when she sees his empty hands there was the same time she leave breathes her last and yogi vamana realizes the grave mistake that he has done and if only he were to get the medicine probably the prior evening he would have saved a young life and with that guilt he carried his brother's daughter's body to the graveyard and as that body was turning into ashes he observed that his body will also one day turn into ashes and why is he running after all this temporary carnal pleasures that will disintegrate the body faster thinking about these true introspection moments yogi vemana or vemaradi the one who was very indulgent the one who was always driven by carnal pleasures and desires completely transformed by what we call the smasana vairagyam and uh, which is something that everyone gets once they visit a graveyard but in vemaradi's case it became permanent and uh, he stayed back in the graveyard continuing to meditate and his doubts on the divinity earlier he would laugh at people who would pray who would meditate and now yogi vamaradi started questioning where did this person go where did my brother's daughter go what happened to her why did she not cry when her body was being burnt and sitting at a distance i am able to feel the sensation of the heat and here is a body of a 8 year old girl who is not even complaining when it's being burnt 
why are we calling it dead what went away from the body with all these primary questions the fundamental and profound questions he started unknowingly meditating and in that process of meditation which lasted for close to 11 months on that first day of kartika the next year yogi vama vama ready became yogi vamana where he realized the advaita secrets of jiva or parabrahma and jiva union on how the cycle of going through pindanda brahmanda goes through and that was the moment when all his doubts were dispelled by the divine mother nissamsaya samsayagni anything we tell our kids or the non or not so firm believers in our faith the first thing that starts in their mind is doubt and a majority of people who do whatever rituals are prescribed they'll do it because there is a benefit of doubt why take a chance so let's do it if there's good coming out of it let's take reap the benefits if not is nothing we are losing at least we are feeling we having a feel good factor but that belief a lot of people go forward now nistamsaya samsagni nirlobha lobanashni greed essentially is what puts a check to a jeevas punyarjana if one has to accumulate the punyas he or she needs to do dhanas if he or she needs to do dhanas they need to first have the dhana gunam or they need to inculcate the habit of giving and to inculcate the habit of giving one need not really have a lot the habit of giving if you were to look at your own life it would have been significantly higher when you did not have as much as you have today if you were to reflect and introspect in your own life with the accumulating wealth one starts to becoming more and more greedy here and in the process of accumulating wealth a lot of us lose our dana gunam the habit of giving and we continue to become more and more tight-fisted and that's essentially what causes us to become greedier and by taking refuge at the divine feet of mother one will be able to eliminate the lobhatvam the lobhagunam okay whether it is praying for others whether it is sharing with others whatever vidya you have whether it is sharing with others your material riches material wealth everything kind of trims the greed which needs no water needs no sunlight but just keeps growing in the darkest alleys of our brains our soul and our mind and we can only eliminate and remove it by structurally surgically attacking it by giving and experiencing the joy and feeding this poisonous vriksha of greed with the pesticide of you know medicinal giving the dana gunam will act as an antidote to the lobhatvam do take care stay blessed spread the bliss around shri matre namaha